The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hi, everyone. Welcome once again to Sports Roundtable. I am Bob Branco for episode number 256. Before we continue with our topics for today's show, allow me to introduce the crew. We start out with the Reverend Michael Garrett. Hello and welcome to a very nice, uh, humidity-free Missouri City, Texas. Send it up here, Mike. We could use it. <laughs> Luther King. Good afternoon from a also very nice and pleasant Nashville, Tennessee. And Bob, don't uh, worry. Fall will, be, fall will be coming relatively soon. All right. Peter Alchil. Beautiful Columbia, Missouri. We could use some rain, though, although I, uh, it's nice to have this beautiful weather. But I thought I heard something here. We're supposed to get some rain at some point. Yeah, maybe like in 2025. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope we don't have to wait that long, but we'll see. And Don, Don is Wardlow he should be here. Right here in New Jersey, where I won't say it's been a lot of rain, but uh, down in the rent office in my building, there were some plans on the desk that were measured 100 cubits by 80 cubits by 40 cubits. So <laughs> I get what you mean. You have an arc there, correct, Don? We need one. We got an arc. Yeah, no, and yeah, where, where, where's the architect Noah? Exactly. <laughs> anyway, today's date is Monday, October 3rd, 2022. First, Hello, I want to thank everybody for making it possible for Sports Roundtable to be aired and to be made available to the general public. We start out with Raymond Gay, of course, our producer. Our media sources, thank you for airing us. I also want to thank Tom and Lynn from Rosie's Place for posting Sports Roundtable on their greeting door number 14. I also want to thank Jacqueline Sylvia, our website designer, for airing Sports Roundtable on my website, which is www.brancoevents.com. Our shows are archived on that particular website. And Steve is our host for today for the community list of ACB. Steve, thank you for helping us. We appreciate what you're doing very, very much. Uh, you're welcome. And, of course, our show is also live-streamed on Media 5 from the same ACB media. Okay, so, Peter, I'm going to start out with you because you told us in an email that you wanted to talk about a controversy. I've got a feeling that's the same controversy that Luther is also talking about, unless yep. I'm mistaken, the one about the concussion rules in the NFL. So, Peter, take it away. Well, thank you. <laughs> And so this has to do with Tua, uh, uh, Tua Tonga Vailoa, who, um, as, as we all sort of know, uh, probably who are sports fans, um, the previous Sunday, not, not last, not yesterday, but eight days ago, got knocked out, uh, with a, uh, with, with, with what might have been a back injury, but really wasn't. I think most people sort of acknowledge now it was a head injury. And then uh, he came back uh, at, at, uh, for the second half of the game, which everybody thought was crazy. And then on top of that, uh, Thursday, last Thursday for the Thursday night game, he got another concussion, 
and now is out indefinitely. And so the question sort of is coming, why was he allowed back in the game uh, after, uh, after halftime for game one? And why was he allowed to play uh, on that Thursday game? And, uh, you know, there's a whole lot of uh, controversy going on. Uh, the union uh, is not happy. The, the NFLP, the NFLPA is not happy. The, no. uh, the, uh, uh, the Miami Dolphin owner, uh, coach and ownership looked really bad by all the stuff they're saying. Well, we, we, it was not a head injury. We know it wasn't a head injury. We know for certain it wasn't a head injury. Well, it clearly was a head injury. And now the most recent story that I heard is that the, uh, version is that the, the, uh, the neutral doctor who's supposed to sort of make sure that this doesn't happen, uh, was removed by the players association for reasons that are quite clear, but apparently he didn't adhere to policy or something. So, you know, well, he, he got removed, I believe either today or over the weekend, over the weekend, because he was basically incompetent in his diagnosis. Well, don't the coaches consult with these medical people? How can they well, not know what happened in the original here, Here's what I think I know. I'm not going to sit here and say I know I know, but I was listening to, I don't know if you were listening to The Herd today or not, but Jimmy Johnson said like when he had head injuries and things like that, he would trust the doctor's decision. But my question is this. If you're having to hold a player up in the blue tent looking like he's got the drunk man walk after getting his bell rung his motor skills were grossly incompetent to where he was having a hard time standing up and they say oh it was a back injury i don't buy it i mean i'm sorry but the everybody up top looks bad Stephen Ross, who's already suspended for seven weeks. Here's another angle I wonder, guys. Do you think this might be an opportunity for the NFL to step in and force Stephen Ross to sell? Because they couldn't get him on the tampering charge, even though that, you know, was a, a big time offense that they were trying to get him on. But being this incompetent and looking like an ostrich with your head in the sand. Do you think the NFL basically forces Stephen Ross to sell? Because it's just another line of inconsistencies with the Dolphins franchise. No, I, I don't I don't think that I don't think I think you get to other people before you get to him. Probably. I think I think you gotta get to the uh to the to the coach. I mean he's his 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 head is the first to roll. Oh, he oh he, he's already on the chopping block. He was trying to dance around on Fridays, like, oh, he's fine. He was in MRI. He's like, I didn't know. Bro, yeah, so you're the head coach. His his, his head has got it's got to be the first because he's he's the he's the man in charge. He has final say so. He let him walk off the sideline into that game. It's on him. Uh so the, the guy that got released is just a scapegoat. Uh, I don't think it's uh, at. That's not far far enough for the owner to be caught up in it. Yeah, you know he made a bad ju- judgment if he, you know, for hiring the coach. But but it's it's ultimately the coach's decision to let those guys go go on the field. But do you think? I'm I'm just going to put this out here though. 
you think maybe the NFL, NFLPA, basically stripped the Dolphins of some draft picks, some money, and maybe they may force McDaniel to be suspended for a game or two? There's, just so, there's so much stuff we don't know about this. One of the things I thought was interesting was something that Keyshawn Johnson was saying. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and had, 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 that had to do with the players' deliberate. So in order for them to, to determine if folks are having uh, cognitive issues, they, they put together a baseline of, of computer tests, right? Mm-hmm. So the players deliberately uh, underplay their intelligence so that if they have to, are tested, they're more likely to pass the test and can get back in and play. Yep, exactly. And and that is on one level makes a whole lot of sense. If I'm a player, you know, I don't want to be not, are these folks. He don't, are, basically don't want to be wildly pipped. That's right. They don't want to be right. They don't want to be uh, and wildly pipped, as you put it. And they and they um, it, it's just it it, it 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 the system is screwy. I mean, all systems yeah. are screwy. Well, yeah, I mean, but, I mean, you know, but, but, but this is, this is, this is sort of common knowledge among players. This apparently is one of the things that it's one of the hacks, life hacks that players learn from each other. Well, of know? course. And so the question is what can be done to discourage that kind of behavior? And I don't know if there's anything that can be done. Well, here, see, they're, they're now going to try and say, if there's in gross incompetent motor skills to the point of where you're doing the drunk man stumble around, even though you've not drunk anything. And you're looking like you're stumbling around after having three drinks at the bar, but you know you have a concussion and the players have to hold you up. They basically are like, now they're going to say like, hey, if we even see one sign of that, you're not coming back in for the rest of the day. Sometimes I think these teams need to protect their athletes from themselves. And I mean, you, you, could, you can see that. And Don probably knows this in baseball and boxing is anywhere. If there's even the first slightest problem, they're going to take them out and get them checked. Yesterday, eight players. Hold on. on. What was that now? I'm a big time boxing fan. Mm-hmm. And I will, I wanted to say this, this, but there's a couple of things I'd like to get in if I can. But Shoot, about go right as, ahead, to, Don. as to boxing, there's an expression. There's nothing worse for a fighter than a brave corner man. Because mm-hmm. there are there are corner men in this world, and I can't name any of them, but um, oh well, Panama Lewis was one, you know. Angelo he, Dundee. No, no, he was a nice guy. Oh, Angelo, yeah. I I knew him. He was a good guy. But there are corner men who will push and push and push their fighters, and their fighters either end up punchy or end up dead. And that's yep. one. Of, but now more more where football's concerned now i'm gonna take us back when i know this is even before my time but i've read about this mm-hmm. when harry truman was president there was a i don't know if it was a sign or a plaque there was something on his desk and it said the following words the buck stops here mm, i think it was on his desk that meant him harry s truman now now you could either say the buck stops on the head coach or Ross, the owner. That's one thing I wanted to bring up. The second thing is just this. Even if you don't have a concussion, according to you know what the, what the MRI says, uh, a good head whack can do can do serious damage. 
Yeah, and, I heard uh, something about that today. I'm no, I'm no athlete, so it probably, you know, you know, it's the the whack I took was was an accident. I fell, and my head made sharp contact with a sidewalk. Mm-hmm. And when it's person against sidewalk, the sidewalk usually wins all and the time. I got me six months out of migraines out of that, and I got a certain amount of confusion and memory issues, cognitive issues out of that. And and I'm no, as you say, I'm no athlete. And they take, even though they're wearing helmets, they're taking how many plays a game? 50 or 60 of those? If, if, you, if you run no huddle, you're looking at like 70. And, and, John, and how long did your symptoms last? The, 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 the migraines lasted six months and the, the, there's still, you know, fog, you know, I still have a certain amount of, of fog, you know, it doesn't show when I'm doing the broadcast, but you know, it's not some, sometimes it's not pretty around here when I'm trying to keep appointments straight and things like that. So sure. I understand. Well, there were well, eight players who left games yesterday because of, Kentucky. yeah, there was a whole bunch do, of players. Do any even of you the- feel that was an overreaction? To what happened last week or no? They're they're scared out of their minds. I mean, it's it's a smart decision. Luther brought up the point about uh, players are protecting the players from themselves. Yeah. And uh, I heard something this morning talking about, uh, to to use Don's boxing uh, (laughs) analysis too, is is that in certain sports, uh, if you get a concussion, you have to sit out for 30 to 45 days. And, and so the, the comment was, these guys can't afford to stay out 30, 40, 30 to 45 days or 45 days because that's, you know, that's like half of the season. So, so they rush these guys back and sometimes mm. too soon. Yeah, but the, but, the, but, the, but the quarterbacks that are trying to keep their jobs, they're going to have to try to come back as fast as they can because they don't want to get usurped or wally-pipped or basically lose their starting status. They don't want to do that. Uh, I, but it's about health first. It should be. Yeah. Well, it should be. Should be about health, but that's that's what happens in this game. Look at, look at the, love the sport. They love of course the they do. I mean these these are these are these are meatheads. No, they're not meatheads. They're, they they I mean uh, at least the no. But what I'm saying is, it's like you know the guys that really love football. I mean, it's like they eat, sleep, breathe it. But you that's see, what I mean well, by that. What what, well, what are the what I are love the, boxing, and in the day I ate, slept, and lived boxing. But I'll tell you <laughs> one of boxing's nasty little secrets. They that there's not as much of this as in the computer age, but uh, I'll say in the eighties, um, fellow would fight in New York and, mm-hmm. get, and get KO'd. And under the New York rules, then and now, if you're KO'd, you have to take a minimum of thirty days off. If not, it's more, depending on what the rules of the or what the MRI shows. Well, right. This guy, John Doe, he would get KO'd in New York and then he'd go to South Carolina where the rules are lamentably lax. And before the computer age, 
they didn't necessarily know he got KO'd a week ago in New York. Right. And if they did, he'd change his name. He said, basically, well, basically, my brother Sir James, though, he got KO'd. It wasn't me. And they'd buy it and they'd let him fight in South Carolina. And basically, allowing him to usurp the system. For exposing that. Yeah, usurping the system. But, but, but I want to I get back to uh, Luther's comment uh, before. One of the things that I've learned from being around athletes for much of my life, and Don, maybe you've, 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 you've done this too, because I know you've been around athletes, and, and Mike too, and a, a lot of us, these folks are incredibly driven, incredibly focused, incredibly competitive. And they have yeah, to they be. are. When, 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 when you're on that level, and, and my situation, college sports, where <laughs> you really have to, you have to be driven. Otherwise, you just don't make it. I mean, it, it's it's just the way the system has worked. If you if you're not driven to be successful, you're, you're going gonna, you're left you're left behind, or left you're, behind. Or you're either left behind, or you you're probably not going to get another shot. I mean, heck, at the high school level, I mean, the, when I call games, I mean, Don, you probably know that you know probably at the you know when you were doing baseball, how many guys, you know, did you see? They try, but you know they're like. The coach is like, oh, you don't have the love for it. You know, go sit on the bench and you'll just not play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and so, think, I mean, think about that. And there's 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 scouts who will tell you the guy can have all the tools. But, but if he doesn't have the love for it. But what the scouts will say is you get him with the wrong girl. And the scouts have said they, they lose more guys to their girlfriends than to other teams. Sure do. <laughs> it's, well, a tough, I, it's a tough world. And it's, and it's, uh, it's dog eat dog. You know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think, I think there's more, I think there's more of the story that's coming. Uh, you know, oh, definitely. This is, this is another one of those stories where we don't have all the facts yet. And so we probably need to be a little more, tolerant or whatever but th- i just find this whole thing incredibly disturbing. i mean it's, it's crazy because i'm like they allowed him to what and he was looking like that i mean i was listening to the alabama uh arkansas game on saturday bryce young came out of the game with an ac joint sprain but it's nothing like the show is nothing like the head problem but <laughs> nick saban took him out of the game and then downgraded him down and they did just fine with their backup qb well, and let's uh, while we're on the social college football, I, I do want to give some props to the University of Missouri, who came close to beating Georgia. Uh, they, they they didn't, and Georgia's still, I guess, they're number two now. Alabama. Hey, Pete, I ranking. got a question for you. Yeah. Before we move on, do you feel like Eli Drinkowitz is making progress? I feel like he is, except for yeah, a few I, things I, here. Except for a few things here and there, the missed field goal at Auburn a few things that they could have corrected against Georgia. But I think, you know, they're making progress. There, there are two comments I'll say about Eli. Uh, one of them is the players, without exception, uh, love him. They absolutely love the guy. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I mean, more than one player uh, I was talking to about this, and they, <laughs> you know, they, were, they got into Purdue, they got into Georgia Tech, they got into wherever. And I said, why did you come to Missouri? He said, because, because the, coach is, the coach has a great reputation. We love the coach. And that's the first comment. The second comment is uh, usually um, this is his third year, I think, or fourth year. They usually get much better as the season goes along. So for the sure. first three or four or five games, they're not great. And then they get re- they get good toward the end of the year. So we're hoping that will happen this year. And I was talking to a football player uh, today, and he, that's exactly what he said. You know, we, we, we will get better. And they, uh, they have 
consistently over the past three or four years. And so we'll see what happens this year. Uh, did you, watch, did you, the kid, watch the kid Luther Burton. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, he, he's pretty special. The receiver. Watch oh, yeah. Him. Watch yeah. him. He's yeah. good, too. Hey, yeah. Pete, one more thing. When you when you got to your job, did you start tutoring when Pinkle was there or after Pinkle got fired? I, I started right after Pinkle was fired. Um, uh, and Pinkle, Pinkle was actually, I mean, I, I can't talk about his academic seriousness, but uh, he was a... Uh, no, I'm, I'm just asking, like, did you, like, did you come in right, you know, after Pinkle got canned or did you, did you start your job when he was there? And if you did, what were your, like, No, I I, 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 I started right after he left, I think. Okay. Uh, <laughs> or uh, either that or his last year, this last year with all the trouble he had with, uh, you know, uh, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't that that little student the, thing that went down, and the athletic yeah, director it, got fired. Yeah, and, yeah, it, it was. It was holy crap! It was, it was a mess, fellas. Before we get lost, um, I'd like to ask one question for listeners who aren't familiar, like me. Tell me who Luther Burton plays for, and why we ought to be watching on him. He's a wide receiver at the University of Missouri. I think he's out of Texas, right, Mike? No. Or somewhere in there. He's from that area. He's from that area. I don't know where he's from, but he he was a five-star recruit. And Mm -hmm. uh, Missouri does not get many five-star recruits. And And how close did they get to Georgia the other day? I didn't catch the game. I think they lost by four. They they? lost by four. 26-22. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mike, hold on. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. He was a, a Georgia recruit. Also, Georgia, and it came down to Georgia and Missouri. Mm-hmm. Uh, he almost chose to go to Georgia, but at the last minute, he decided to to stay uh, in Missouri. Story is a it's a pretty neat story. His family, but the whole family and and, and that sort of thing. But he Speak, he's close speaking, to his family, and he wanted to stay closer to home. What are your thoughts Missouri. on Wisconsin firing uh, Paul Christ, and now it looks like it's going to be Jim Leonard taking over the rest of the way. I was kind of stunned by it, though. Kind of. I mean, he, he he was, you know, pretty successful at Wisconsin. So I wonder if this was one of those where they wanted to start the process now because they well, feel like Jim Leonard's going to be the guy. Andy's alum at Wisconsin. Interesting situation because Chris Chris was, uh, 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 I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he was an offensive-minded guy, offensive yes. line coach. He was. Now here's the kicker. He, he was on the staff of the former Wisconsin head coach who yes. came to Camp Randall on Saturday and got a win. Right, Bielo. Yeah. And I'm like it, but 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 Chris was up for several other jobs too. And mm-hmm. he ended up staying there at, at, at Wisconsin. <laughs> and and Calderella, Colorado got canned too. Except, except he 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 lost. He's I think he's losing recruits from the state, Probably. or maybe maybe just there aren't there aren't that many good Wisconsin linemen <laughs> like like uh, Wisconsin oh, has always been yeah. with. 
And it's very different to fire somebody in the middle of a very short season, which is football, basket, uh, football on the either collegiate or pro level. You fire a baseball guy 80 games in, that's one thing. That's mid-season. That's like that's just around normal. the midpoint. Yeah. But you fire a guy mid-season in football, to me That's now, only eight or to, nine games. To, to an no, outsider this is, this like is game me, this is game six. It seems like a panic move. You know, well, why do it mid-season? Why not Black Friday after Thanksgiving? I, I think in the case of Wisconsin, they they have woefully underperformed. Uh, yes, season. I mean, I they, mean they they lost to Washington State in week two. Then they lose to Illinois Saturday, and I think that was the straw that finally broke the camel's back. Besides I, I getting I, absolutely destroyed by Ohio State and CJ yeah, Stroud. I, that was really an embarrassment for them. They got, they got we cow kicked. We have about 10 minutes before we open the program up to our More participants. Like seven I wanted minutes. to ask you guys your thoughts on the only undefeated NFL team left, the Eagles. Does that surprise anybody? No. That does not surprise me because I think here, – here, here's what I think. I think the Eagles finally stopped trying to have wanderlust to go after the big-name QB. They didn't go after Deshaun Watson. They didn't go after Jacoby Brissett or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I think they finally realized that we have a special talent in Jalen Hurts. Why don't we put the offensive system around him and put the pieces around him where he can succeed? And right now, not only is he succeeding, he's thriving right now. It's the same thing he did at Alabama. At they threw a party for their old quarterback, uh, Carson Wentz. They buried him like nine times. They beat the, the holy fight dog snot out of him. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, think the, I think, what was it, one week, Carson Wentz, who I don't feel sorry for, got sacked nine times. Right. That was against the Eagles. Now, I, I live in that area roughly, but I've been really focusing on Aaron Judge's run for 62. So I haven't really been up on Well, he's only got three more games to get it. Right. Well, four, actually. There's a double dipper to Doesn't Barnum. Wentz have a Super Bowl ring with the Eagles? I thought uh, he does. He, he does, does, but he never got to play yeah, in the game because he got hurt. But Nick, and Nick, Nick Foles, Foles had to take Nick over. Foles. Nick Foles won the ring for him, though. That's sure right. Yes, he did. I think it was like week, what was it, week 15 when Wentz got hurt or week 12 or something of that year? Nick Foles or Doug Peterson came in and basically took him the rest of the way. The, the, the deal with the Eagles, as far as I can tell, is that the, the, the games they've won, on one level they're 4-0 and, and they should be, you know, they've won the game <laughs> they played. The other thing is, is that they haven't played anybody really good yet, right? I mean, Minnesota... I mean, Minnesota's you know, they're, probably about the only good team they played. Yeah, they buried them. Yeah. Well, yeah, but but that was that was at home. Yeah. And you know, that, that Washington Commanders were the not Commanders. commanders. <laughs> uh, and, and you know, they just haven't played anybody. You know, Jacksonville. You know, they beat Jacksonville to their credit. They've won the games they they played, but you haven't played anybody really good. By yet. the way, Deshaun Watson five turnovers, four lost fumbles, and a pick. Deshaun. You played in rain before at college. Who are you talking about? The uh, Trevor Lawrence and the Jags. Thank you. That's what five I fumbles. Well, it, it, five it, turnovers it, and four lost fumbles and a pick. The weather, Eagles the have the Cardinals open. next week. Uh, uh, Cardinals, are gonna, Cardinals. Get, Cardinals are probably going to murder them. 
No, they'll, they'll beat the Cardinals, but you know, what's up? It's the Dallas game I'm interested in. What's up that with Dallas the Ra- What's up Dallas with the Ra- Rams? What? Hold on. What's up with the Ravens doing a job two of the first four weeks of the year, gagging in week one, and then basically throwing a bad interception in the end zone, which allowed the Bills to basically run the clock out. Well, they beat the Pats too. Yeah, but that but that was a game where Mac Jones, before he got knocked out, he threw two of the most horrible interceptions ever. And the Mac is out for about a month now, high ankle sprain. Hey, you're in they good They brought in Hoyer yesterday. He got a concussion, got so they out. went with Zappy. Let me tell you. And now I've got a sports talk host here in Boston who wants the Patriots to trade Mac because of what Zappy did. I mean, Absolutely these announcers, they really overreact sometimes, Absolutely. I'm telling you. Let me tell you. you, no, Bailey Zappy's the future. I have a feeling Bailey Zappi is going to be the future of the Patriots. I don't, Instead I of Mac? I, look, I, I don't know this, but if he keeps playing the way he played and doesn't put the ball in harm's way, you may have a chance where you could run a two-quarterback system and not even worry about Brian Hoyer, where if Mac Jones gets hurt again, you can go with a Bailey Zappi. I, I think Hoyer is there right now as a mentor more than anything else. If he gets yeah, to play, fine. he is. You know where Zappy played college football, don't you? Yes, no. I do. I, I, caught, I caught a lot of his broadcasts with another uh, sports roundtable guest who um, <clears throat> had a game on Saturday night. Randy Lee caught a lot of his games at Western Kentucky. He started his career at Houston Baptist. It's Houston Baptist, yes. <laughs> well, there you go. I, I, I uh, prop, 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 props to uh, Belichick. Uh, uh, the Patriots almost beat Green Bay at Green Bay, and I don't know how much of that is due to uh, Belichick's brilliance and how much Green Bay may, may not be as good as I think they are. Well, here, here's Patriots the thing. really, really could have won that pa- game. Patriots defense, no, New England's defense is not the issue. Because I mean, Patricia, Judd, Belichick, and that crew on the coaching side of the defensive side of the ball, pretty good. What 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 did we talk about all what did we talk about on this show all off season? What's their biggest problem? What did we talk about? Patriots, uh, their offense is suspect. Exactly. Yeah, but you know, hey, I I I never thought the Patriots would 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 give the Packers a game. Look, by the way, New New England's going to give everybody fits defensively. The question is, what are they? What are you going to get out of them offensively? And by the way. I don't know if you guys were up early on Sunday morning with the uh, Vikings uh, Saints game. Came down to another do- came down to another double doink off the off the crossbar, off the left <laughs> upright, and it was looked like it was going to bounce in from sixty two, and then it just kicked wide left. That is an amazing thing. Sixty yard <laughs> field goal. T- he made one. He he, he made, made the first one. one. He almost made the second one. And it, if it if it doesn't take the, if it doesn't veer left, we, we're going to overtime. That was you know that was nuts. By the way, getting back to the Patriots' offense, I've got a scary stat for you. Both tight ends, Henry and John Lou Smith, combined so far this season in four games: ninety-nine yards, twelve carries, zero touchdowns. That's the mm. most expensive tight end duo in football. Well, here here's the thing. I don't know what they're calling offensively. I don't know, but this is what this is where an offensive coordinator that has an offensive mind would have figured out ways to get the tight ends the ball and take pressure 
off of the receivers who have literally almost done nothing. They have a good, they have a nice running game, but I'm hoping they'll go find an OC that can fix this offense. I mean, they have some nice plays, but the talent is kind of below average. I mean, I got a question. Sorry, Luther. Go ahead, Don. Um, Go ahead. uh, I'm assuming you were listening to the game from London. Uh, Yes, I was. The the thing, the great thing about British sports fans is (laughs) when they get cooking, and it's particularly for their two sports, soccer and boxing, they sing. You can't exactly understand what they sing, but they do sing. They call it chanting. Oh, yeah. Were they, when the baseball, when the Yankees and Red Sox went over to London, you didn't hear a note sung in those two I think I I did. Was there any It was like way later. But to answer your question, I couldn't catch... God save the queen, but I do believe that the Brit fans are having a good time at Tottenham Hotspur and where Green Bay, Green, where and Green Bay, is. and the Giants will be playing there on Sunday, and it's time to open up the community. Eight thirty. So, it's time to open up our call to the participants. You're listening to Sports Roundtable, by the way. So, Steve, I'm going to turn to you to ask you if anyone. Has any hands raised? And by the way, you're welcome to talk about other sports too while you're asking your questions. Yeah, lots lots of baseball to talk about if we want. To. Oh yeah, <laughs> how about the Braves this weekend? Yeah, how about the them? So, Steve? Okay, so far we have no, Mets? we have no raised hands yet. How about, All right. how about the Mets? How about the Mets? I am so glad my brother-in-law is not in the immediate area. He's down in Nashville, <laughs> but he's this. Super Mets fan, and he would just be having fits over this sweep that the Bravos pulled off Friday, Saturday. The Ma- basically, basically uh, I'm not surprised. I think the, the Braves Phillies, have more guys. than the Mets right now. 64 Phillies, 78 Red Sox. That's your Mets, and they've, they've done this before. Well, this let me the, Mets I, MO. the scenario is simple a Braves win tonight, tomorrow, or Wednesday will give them the a, the NL East because they've the Mets have lost the tiebreaker. Even if the Mets and Braves sweep their series, even if the Braves lose two, it basically comes down to one. And Atlanta will get the two seed and the bye. And I if and the St. Mets Louis face, has the third automatically, right? St. Louis clinched the yes, third. The car the Cardinals got the third with a win on Friday and Saturday. And they're going to so, face either Milwaukee or Philly. I, I'm thinking it's going to be Philadelphia because here's the problem for Milwaukee. With them gagging the way they did on Saturday and Sunday, and with them losing to both the Phillies and Padres, even if they were to tie, the math for the Brewers is not good because they don't have a tiebreaker on either <coughs> on either one of them. So the Brewers basically have to win out and the Phillies have to basically lose out. And the other series will be San Diego San Diego San and Diego the loser traveling. of Ma- Bra- Mets Braves. Well, let, yeah. let's just go ahead. Let's just go ahead and pencil the Mets in because I think the Padres can beat the Mets in that wild card. I mean, I you know, I could see five upsetting a four because it has happened. Oh, I think so too. And in the American I, League, you're going to have the buys as uh, Houston and, and the Yankees. One, two. 
which means... Cleveland will likely play Seattle and Tampa Bay and Toronto. I'm not sure who's got the home field with that series uh, yet. Toronto does. Yeah, I think I think I heard the Blue Jays do. And look, they I'm happy. I, I'm happy for Seattle that they got in, but boy, I don't like their matchup. I mean, may, maybe they can maybe they can make it a three game series and get it to Sunday. They both have super duper rotations, though. Cleveland Mariners. Yeah, that's going to be a I, pitching show. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see that being a two one three two. Maybe maybe a couple of games going extra innings. I I, I could see that series probably it, since you mentioned that going the distance. But any any thoughts on what, what do you think guess? of teams? What do you think of teams like Seattle or or Philadelphia not having any games in their home uh, parks in the playoffs in the first I round? I mean, here's the that's thing. terrible. I know it's terrible, but here's the thing: you had two. You had basically what. A shortened season in 2020 where you had a one-game play-in where basically nobody had home field anyway. The Cardinals had to travel to San Diego. So, yeah. Then they then they had to go to the Dodgers for a one-game playoff. As a – as yeah, they I think the Dodgers won. I think the Cardinals got in as like the last wild card. And the Cardinals were always playing the Dodgers and losing a 2-1 game. But, I mean – I think as we go along with this best of three, I think we're going to see the lower seed get at least game two. It won't be this year, but I think by next year, we're going to see if it's a two out of three where the home teams, are, the higher seeds going to get one and three, game three if need be, but game two, the lower seed will get it. I, I think, Bob, we've had this conversation before. I My, my personal take on this is, it's a long season. I think they want to give the higher seed uh, uh, the advantage. Uh, yeah, the advantage. And and I, I, you know, you know, it's only a three game series. If it were a five game series, that's one thing. It's a three game series. But this is the best of three, and then you go in the division series three out of five. So basically, but, but, if you if but, you but, if you, if you get problem, out of the wild if you get out of the wild card, you don't have a lot of time. And 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 the prop the problem is with the three game series. If you if you give the home team, uh, if you give the lower seed team home, that means that they have to they have to travel, you know, somewhere. So uh, what's it? Uh, San Diego, San Diego's playing St. Louis, right? Is that what it is? No, no San Diego. If, if everything play, goes according to plan, San Diego's playing the Mets. So that means that to fly across. Oh, that's right. Yeah, know, the, and, the Padres travel all over cross country. Right, if what you're I'm saying, doing it's two out of three, and they fly coast to coast. Between each game, the league is going to, the players' union is going to have a fit over that. that. I know. They'd exactly. rather, they'd rather play all three in one city, whichever city it may be. And what know, about to, the to owner of the losing seat? The, the owner of the uh, other seat, he wants to have some revenue, I'm to sure, in the playoffs. It's only one game, though. And we yeah, have Mitch. We have Mitch with ah. a raised hand. Uh, oh, Mitch. Yes. Mr. Welcome. Mr. Mitch. Hi, Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, I, I will comment on the, the situation with Tua. Um, the coach isn't going to get fired. He's first year. They love him. He has uh, turned turn that team around even more than uh, uh, Brian Flores. He believes in, uh, in Tua. 
the consultant has already been fired and I don't, I was running around doing a couple of things, so I don't know if it was mentioned, but uh, they fired him because he made five, not one, two, three, four, but five mistakes in the protocol. So he's the scapegoat. Oh yeah, uh, he is. He is not. Nothing is going to happen to the owner. Nothing is going to happen to the coach. Right. And uh, you know, it's just a matter. It, it was unfortunate. Uh, I hope they keep uh, Tua out for as long as they need to 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 be sure that he's uh, he's a hundred percent. But uh, exactly, uh, they found their scapegoat, and uh, no one else is going to be uh, is is going to deal with the consequences. But, um, you know, talking about the baseball playoffs, I'm actually feeling more optimistic about the Dodgers. Tony Gonsolin is coming off the IL tonight. Good. I don't know how, you know, how, how, how long he's going to pitch, but, uh, I, I think the, the fact is that, uh, this is, this is the Dodgers year. I'm wearing my Dodger shirt now. <laughs> uh, one of my Dodger shirts now. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, I won't say it's our last gasp, but, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of, uh, a lot of turnover next year. There are several free agents. Um, and I, and I think this is, this is our, uh, this is going to be our, uh, our, uh, finale, at least, uh, in terms of, uh, having a, a real clear shot at the series. They have 110 remember, wins, remember too. The giant, remember the Giants. Well, hey, uh, I always remember the Giants. <laughs> hey, Mitch, question for you. Yes. Out of, the, out of the wild card matchups between Mets and Padres, if it, if it, if it stands the way it stands. Or Braves-Padres. Well, well, the Braves will get the winner of the – now, if the Phillies win, then the Phillies will go to L.A., then the Braves will get the win of the Mets-Padres. But if let's just say it all goes according to plan in chocolate <laughs> between Mets-Padres in the division series, who would you not like to play in a best-of-five? Uh, I'm who, concerned who about the, the Mets. Most? Yeah, yeah, I'm concerned yeah. about the Mets because of Scherzer and DeGrom. Uh, we beat the Padres fourteen out of nineteen. Yeah, you uh, I mean, th- there were some ugly games with the Padres. There were some. There were some very ugly games. Um, the Padres. You know, I remember two years ago when uh, when they went and they got uh, Snell and they got Musgrove and mm-hmm. and a couple and and uh, and Darvish and a lot of us down. You know, here in in uh, L.A. were saying, "Oh man, they they've got a real strong." Starting rotation. Well, that didn't happen. Uh, Mitch, who was the guy I, that pitched the no hitter? Was that Musgrove? Yes, it was Musgrove. Yes. Yeah, it was Musgrove. So I'm concerned about the Mets because uh, I think I think Degrom, if if they're healthy, of course. Well, they, well, they got to get through that best of three. So I don't know. You you may you may not have to see them until like games three and four. But, because so if they have to get through, that would be fine. He, he set the pitching rotation up this past this past weekend, and all of them didn't do well. No, but you still think that they would be formidable in a, in a problem against the Dodgers? Yeah, I, I I just you know based on their track record, and despite the fact that uh, 
that uh, Scherzer lost us a chance for the World Series last year, um, just like uh, you Darvish did a couple of years earlier, Mike, as, as you'll well remember, because we were together when, uh, when that final game happened. Uh, but, but, uh, you know, Atlanta, the thing that Atlanta seems to have going for, for them now is they seem to be hitting, uh, the Mets seem to not be hitting and they got their pitching right too. Yeah. So I I think, you know, the Braves, well, I was going to say if it comes, if it comes down to Dodgers, Atlanta again, I suppose after last year, we owe them. So, uh, (laughs) who knows? It may come down to that. Well, and Houston will come out of the AL. And Diane has her hand raised. Oh, all right. Um, I, I, I don't don't undervalue the Yankees. Is what, is yeah, my don't. I, 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 but, I don't know. What uh, but the the thing I, I worry I'm about not. the Yankees though is what are they going to get out of the bottom of the order, and can their pit and can the you know three through five get you through five? Get you uh, yeah, kind five of Aleppo, really. And then yeah. uh, Gashioka's okay sometimes, but and Donaldson. And, you, and you're gonna and, you're gonna have to pitch to Judge. You can't. Yeah, you you're gonna, gonna have to around him. You're gonna have to. Pitch well, I mean, you can because of Rizzo and because of. Yeah, that, that's about the only way you can. But I, I think I know where we're going with our friend Diane with the Diane. Bulls finally winning a one-score game. Welcome, Diane. Yeah. Welcome, yeah. thank you, Mitch. Thank you. Can y'all hear me? Yes, yes I can. Again. Okay. Um, I don't know. Were you? I can't remember. Were you all on last Monday? Yes. Yes, we were. We were. Okay, so I, I, I was getting all stirred up because Mitch brought up the. Tua thing again, mm-hmm. um, and of course I was, I was not happy that um, that the team had to be played under the conditions that it was played under. Um, I think Buffalo had like ninety, at least ninety offensive plays in that game, and I think it was it, like it ninety just, to thirty nine or something like that. Yeah, it was, it was annoying like like to me that that they couldn't you know get just you know get they couldn't score a touchdown but anyway I, I kind of had forgot about it because they managed to win yesterday um but you know it 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 still irritates me that um <laughs> that 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 all happened and that you know I don't know um but anyway Hopefully, hopefully the bills are on the right track again now. <laughs> I, think I have a question. Bills, I have a, qu- I have a question. The bills have had the toughest four game schedule of anybody. Uh, yeah, know, I mean, it really think is about amazing. It. And they, think think about it. Think uh, about well, it. Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee Baltimore, Tennessee, Baltimore, New England, New England. No, no, no Miami. No, they haven't played no, the patch yet. Oh, that's Miami, right. You're right. Baltimore, Tennessee, Baltimore, Baltimore the Miami, and the Rams. And the Rams. I mean, that's that's a pretty tough schedule. Yeah. Coach and to coach they, and border they, to border. They they yeah, they've traveled a lot and they've done really well for themselves. I, I still think Buffalo is the best team in the AFC. I, I still I still think the concern for me with Buffalo still, I still don't like the fact they still haven't figured out how to freaking find their run game. It's too Josh Allen centric. I mean, they ran the ball okay yesterday, but it still feels like to me that it's like, okay, Josh Allen, go use your feet. And it's like yeah. you have backs. Don't get your QB killed for the playoffs. 
Yeah, and, and I guess Buffalo that Rams um, Super Bowl. I I guess <laughs> that they I guess that they um you know they have James Cook and I don't know if he fumbled I or dropped a pass or something but anyway I um, think he I think he fumbled last week and they didn't I don't think but, I don't think he turned it over any this week I don't think but anyway they um you know they uh they didn't play him very much um so what's I, happened I, to Singletary oh he did like the, quite well yesterday I thought. But I'm like, why, why isn't he a bigger factor in the offense? That's just yeah, my only question. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And um, uh, I, I, I was hearing a, I was hearing a, a station this morning. They, <laughs> were saying, they were saying that they thought that Buffalo needed another receiver that, you know, the people that they were counting on to be their number two receiver aren't, aren't they're doing not that well. Out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, so, but Diane, I, th- I, I think your comment is still right, or whoever made the comment. Why they can't? Why I don't have a running game is it was me. I made the comment because I'm like, like it's still Pete. It still concerns me. Yeah, I mean, I hope Buffalo can find a way to get there, but at some point, when you get to November, December, January, the teams that are winning Super Bowls, what do they have? Yeah, but but my my question to you, Luther, is who who's who are the competitors against Buffalo these days? Baltimore, uh, they, don't have, they don't have a running team. Kansas um, City, I, it, it, Kansas City doesn't. Uh, well, Kansas City, I guess, is the closest. They do seem to. Uh, the Chief, look, Chiefs, Bills, AFC Championship game. Please yeah. sign me up for that all day. I think, and well, the two of them are going to play each other this season at some point. Um, yeah, so, I think it's like week, couple six, weeks. I think. Yeah. Oh God, I yeah, think Buffalo's I think we might be seeing an AFC why, Championship preview. What? Why did? Why did? Why did the Bills? Get rid of Cole Beasley. It, he he was he was a free agent. He you know I think yeah, I think he was, he was a free agent. Yeah, he was. Well, he um no, actually, he was under contract, but I think he thought that he was underutilized, and um, they uh you know he thought he was under, and he asked to be traded. And um, they and, said, and well, I'm, okay. They said, okay, well, we'd love to have you back. But if you, um, you know, if you can find someone that we can make a trade, um, you know, then, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. And I, I guess wonder, he didn't, I guess, I guess he didn't obviously, cause they weren't able to work out any kind of trades. And then um, they, you know, they ultimately just released him cause I think he was going to be a free agent after this year yeah, anyway. He was. But he, I, I wonder though, how much the COVID of not him not getting vaccinated had to do with it too. Because the year that they were, you know, trying to get all the players vaccinated and he said he wasn't going to do it. And then he got COVID and he didn't play the following week. Yeah. Well, maybe it's, it's I possible. wonder, I wonder if that was still something that Bill's ownership couldn't, you know, wrap their arms around. Yeah, it's, so, it's okay. possible. It's possible, I guess. Yeah. Well, I. Who's he I, playing for now? Is he playing for Tampa Bay? Well, he he played he played last Sunday, but he didn't play hardly at all yesterday. But when they signed him, he was on their practice squad. Ah. Okay. Yeah. I knew he'd found work somewhere. Yeah, he he's yeah, with he's, Brady. He's, he was he's, he's with he's, the Brady bunch. Yeah, he's yeah. So, um, Diane, thank you. I, 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 you know, I, I 
Buff, I agree with Luther. If if they need to find a running game, um, yeah, like now, especially since, especially since they're playing in Buffalo. You know, we we all Where know it's how gonna Buffalo, get nasty we, we and cold. Buffalo, we know how Buffalo is in November or December. I mean, we, you know, in January, in January too, of course. And you know, so we'll have to wait and see. Uh, well, their their running game Buffalo, improved at the end Buffalo of last and, season. So. Go Buffalo ahead, at Kansas City, October sixteenth. Hello, I think that's a. I think that is a what? I think that is two weeks from yesterday. Oh my! Yes. Yeah. And yes. I think that's what is that a three twenty five or a Sunday night special? Yep, yep. it is. Three twenty five. Yes. Oh boy, that will be. I think I'll pick Kansas City. Maybe. Oh, oh. Kansas, oh, wait a minute. You mean we're, we're you mean we're getting Nance and Romo on two weeks from today? God, <laughs> let, let, hold on. Can can I can I please get to my gripe real quick, Mike? Yeah. Let me ask one question of the biggest cowboy fan on this panel. <laughs> Why aren't they doing the same thing that they're doing with Cooper Rush with the forty million dollar guy with the bag? Why? Why aren't they doing it? The same seems thing? to be working. They're not putting Cooper Rush in harm's way. They're running the ball. Yeah, I guess I guess, the, I, I, I guess the they question is you're good, Mike. They weren't doing that. They weren't doing that. That's uh, what I'm getting at. When he was healthy. That's uh, what I'm saying. And now the the they the the the, the, the offensive line seems to be getting some continuity. And 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 if you notice, he's he's not having to scramble as much. Exactly. Uh, and I'm not sure that he can. Well, but, he's not really a scrambler anyway. Right. Right. So uh, he's 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 growing in his maturity, and he's able to make make some plays. He's making he's making good plays. He had a very good percentage. He dropped co- a, a completion rate. Uh, they they. They shared in the running. Uh, both backs are, are, are Pollard, getting... Pollard and Zeke. Yeah. yeah, I like what they're doing there. And the dimes he's dropping the CD Lamb. Oh my goodness, man! Yeah, and CD Lamb. Hopefully, good. hopefully he. I, I'm hoping. Well, Gallup is back. Noah Brown is doing well. I'm yeah. hoping one more receiver will pick up, and and maybe they'll be. You know, but but clearly. Uh, the, 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 defense. the key for Dallas is balance. B A L A N C E balance. Right. The, the, the defense is clearly the, the strongest point of the team. I didn't think they, I didn't think they'd have the pass rush that they do. I mean, but they are just, they are just wreaking havoc in the pocket on QBs. And I didn't think they had it in them, but Mar- man, Parsons they're getting home. Makes, Parsons makes the rest of the team better. And Leighton Leighton Vanderesh is doing very well as well. Yeah, uh, um, Parsons is is Parsons is Parsons is a freak. I mean, Parsons is the guy. So we have about three minutes left. Uh, Steve, are there any more participants on Uh, the horizon? No more raised hands right now. Okay. Okay. So so Uh, a little bit of basketball. Wait, I want to ask Mike a question before we get into basketball. I I realize that, but (laughs) I'm really curious about what your thoughts are, Mike, about. The Cowboys' next two games. I, I think they could beat the Rams. Oh, th- those are big. I think, I, I think they could beat the Rams. I don't think they will, but I think they could easily. 
They can give so them a game. I, you know, if the Rams have not been wildly impressive thus far, and they're playing, they're, well, they're playing and, and, tonight, and, and, and they're playing tonight. Well, you know, yeah, so. we'll, we'll get to see. We'll get to see what they have. I think it's going to. It'll come down to the matchup between uh, Trayvon Diggs and Cooper Cup, mm-hmm. and whether and can, the Cowboys and can, they keep, can control the run. Can they keep Aaron Donald away from Cooper Rush? That's the question. <laughs> yeah, and um, that's easier yeah. said than done. There's going to be a lot of chipping him. They're going to uh, Zeke may have to play more uh, because he's a better uh, uh, blitz pickup. Yeah, pickup. Yeah, and and you know I don't think he wants to go against Aaron Donald as as much. Oh, it, it, look, he's going to have to because you know you know you know their defensive coordinator is going to do everything in their power to make sure that Aaron Donald's matched up on whoever. Same thing with Dallas's D coordinator, Magic moving Micah Parsons all around the board like a chess piece. That's right. That's they right. have no so idea on, where On Donald's basketball, I do from. want to touch base the minute that we have left. I wanted to find out your reaction in regards to new head coach for the Celtics, first exhibition game, they blow out Charlotte by nearly 40 points. Should that be something that is an indicator or is it just that no. one, one random Bob, exhibition look, exhibition exhibition <laughs> let me tell you bob i i listen to a lot of exhibition hoops from time to time i don't use the exhibition as the be all in all i want to see what it looks like when it's time when the when the lights are bright when the games start counting and you start checking the W's in the L cops. And, and, and normally I agree with that, but my point here was the chemistry. We heard so much about Udoka might have lost the team because they loved him so much, and now would they have to readjust well, Joe Mazzu- Well, let me tell you, Joe Mazzula, he ran that same scheme in college at West Virginia with under Bob Huggins. So No, my, it wasn't Huggins. It was Beeline. My but, basic reaction is, as far as I'm concerned, the NBA season starts on Christmas Day. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard it. that many times. Trying to make a, get a job, Bob. Can we can we table this discussion for next week? We are out of time, so that's a good time to a uh, good segue here, Luther. Thank you. Yeah, I'd like to do that. So let me thank everybody for another great show. Don, Luther, Mike, Peter. And I also want to thank Steve thank and Steve our and participants. Deb. Thank you. And Deb also for streaming us live on the media. Thanks, Thank Thanks you, everybody. Help. Go safe with God's abundant blessings. Have a wonderful, wonderful week.